Good morning, friends. Hope you're doing great. Um, it's going to be a great day again. Today's Tuesday, I believe. It is 7.14. And for some reason now, it's staying dark for later. But that's all right. Um, like, it's getting light now. But Bye, River. See you later. Uh, anyway, so... Yeah, it's going to be a great day. All of us out here are going to have an awesome day. Lawn service. Extraordinaire. Extraordinarily. So, um, I want to talk to you about something I did yesterday night. And I wanted to also um, finish on what we had talked about yesterday. So, the, the Husqvarna blower, um, some things that I think definitely are an upgrade are are the um uh the the handle like the trigger um that part where the trigger um i love how now it's not like beside the tube whereas you know back in the day or like a lot of the previous husqvarna models it would it would be like the the trigger would be like it's on the tube, but it's like beside the tube, if that makes sense. Like the Husqvarna did it, I think, which I think was garbage, personally. I think garbage. Just the way they designed that. Um, I just think it was garbage. They, and so, I guess they, they kind of took the grip from Red Max, um, and, you know, so basically has more of a traditional grip. And you can still move it like you can still lean the grip forward or backward um but you know kind of adjust it wherever you want but it's just a more traditional like on the tube um trigger type deal and i, I like that i like that way better um so that is one thing that's definitely so with the husqvarna you're versus the red max you're kind of getting the best of all the worlds now because you're getting that the good the good red max just kind of more standard trigger comes with it um and so you're getting that but you're also uh you're getting like the chest harness waist harness um and so you're getting you're getting a lot of things you know on the husqvarna even versus the red max now sorry that Man, that tool in the back is driving me nuts right now. I might stop up here for you guys and move that so that you don't have to hear it. Because that is kind of getting on my nerves. And you can probably hear it. I know you can hear it in the in the mic, too. Um, but the... Uh, yeah, so with the Husqvarna versus the Red Max, you're kind of getting that, that weird trigger grip the weird trigger throttle trigger thing um, that Husqvarna's had for a lot of years, uh, mine is not like that. My new one, you know, is just has a more traditional uh, grip on top. But I believe you can like lean it forward or backward and kind of put it wherever you want. So that is definitely a good thing. Uh, so good job, Husqvarna, on that uh, changing that weird side 
side trigger throttle trigger design and i think they've even changed that i think they changed that on the 570 i think they've changed it on all of them um which i think congrats that's that's a great great move there uh you know not that that's like you know what defines the piece of equipment but it is i didn't like that i thought it was i thought it was weird i thought it was weird on it any of the ones you know that i've experienced that were like that um i'm not sure why they did it you know they're just trying different things be different you know and that that kind of stuff which i understand that um but so i think so it seems like on all the husqvarna blowers they just kind of change that to where you get the more traditional grip hang on i'm doing this just for you guys i'm pulling over on the side of the road ah, so i can move this there's no real good pull-off spot and just a second let me reach back i think that will be better hang on just a second i'm in traffic here but i think that will be I think that will be better at least i hope it will i don't hear anything so far so anyway so that's one of the big things with the uh, husqvarna i said yesterday the 8010 had the uh, carbon fiber housing which it does um but the 9010 they kind of went back to like um back to like a plastic housing which is totally fine i guess they had to make it like that to even hold a little bit bigger housing or something like that but um, but the downside is that it is even a little bit heavier than the Echo 8010. So that's why, I, like I told you, I kind of haven't really experimented with the 9010. Um, I'd like to own one in the future just because, I don't know, it'd just be cool to have. Uh, I should do an episode about that. Like, what are some lawn tools that you want? Like, in the industry, they don't necessarily... 100% need for your business, but just things that are cool that you like to just have sitting in your garage. <laughs> I think it'd be cool to do an episode about that. I think y'all should do that too. Like weird things that you want or even small things, small things, big things. But so, um, so the Husqvarna, you know, I think it's a great, it's a great blower. Uh, we're going to move on to this, something I've worked on last night, but you know, I think it's a, I think it's a good, it's a good blower for what it is. Man, I'm smelling a skunk. Y'all know how that goes. If you have those in your area, if they get hit, or, or even if they're just in the area, like they're so strong. Um, but you know, I think it is a good blower to consider if you're looking for a blower. Um, there's really only the three manufacturers because Shindawa Echo are the same, Red Max Husqvarna are basically the same. So you got your three major gas blowers, um, but there is Mariama too. Uh, these have like this called like BL9000. It came out many years ago. You know, famous YouTubers and stuff were getting it back then. Doesn't seem like that blower was. I don't know if it wasn't good or if it hasn't really like caught on or anything. But it's really the only other one I know of that kind of is in this you know big category. Um, so basically, there's the three and maybe that Mariama one. But, um, so, you know, that's, that's kind of that. Uh, I do like the blower. I'm glad to have it. Got it for a great deal. Like I said, I've ordered online Safford equipment for 512 plus shipping. Uh, now the prices unfortunately have went back. They went up, but they're still not at full price. They're still on sale a little bit. 
So, still can go on there. Any of you guys out there listening today, you can go on there and uh, pick one up. And it comes in a box, and you just got to put a couple of the tubes together and things like that. No big deal. Um, I actually, I have a... Uh, I have two different YouTube shorts on my Tony's Lawn Care channel of like putting the blower together and cranking it up and letting it run for the first time and and all that. Uh, so, you know, so that those are available if you want to check that out. You can see how it is on the first startup. You can see how it looks. You can see how the pipes look, how I put it all together and stuff. You can see that on my channel. Um, it's just a short, so it'll take you less than one minute to watch it. <laughs> so, uh, but anyway, something else I did. I want to move on to something else. So that's that and the blower. There's definitely some other things. Uh, oh, one last thing is I think, you know, uh, via the website, the Husqvarna's are heavier than the Red Max. And I think that may be slightly true because of the extra harness and stuff they give you. But it seems like it's basically like the chassis, like everything is exactly the same. So I don't really know how it weighs more or why or if it even weighs more. It could just be just because of the different harness and stuff like the strap little bu extra buckles and stuff that go on your chest and things like that i really don't think that could make up an extra pound or two but you know according to what the website says so i don't know it feels very similar to how the red max is i don't think it really weighs more it's just weird it's how they have it like that on the website how they have it categorized or whatever but so I don't think you necessarily should let that scare you away. It is a heavy blower, you know, that's for sure. Um, but do I think it's more heavy than the Red Max? Eh, I don't. Uh, or very, very minimal. I think it's the same. I think it's the same thing, you know. So anyway, so that's that on that. Um, again, of all these blowers like we talked about in a lot of podcasts, I hope to, I hope as technology keeps advancing, I hope next year to be, use a some kind of battery backpack blower even during leaf season that's what i'd love to do no no screaming engine on your back you know vibrations and all the things i just that that still would be my 100 percent preference but i don't know maybe we're not quite there yet we've talked about that in previous episodes so i want to talk about something else i did last night um <laughs> got lots of things i still want to talk about on my podcast list uh and I want again. Last night I I was going to make a po I wanted to make a podcast at home, um, but I the kids needed some of my assistance and uh, you know <laughs> they're kind of in a bad mood for some reason before I went to bed. By the time I got them to sleep pretty late and all that, and I didn't have a chance to make one. But I want to do that because I like to do that um, or early in the morning or something. But anyway, so something else I did last night when I got home from work, I was like, you know what? I want to check these out. I took my Skag Patriot and my uh, the other mower, Big Dog, Big Dog. <laughs> I can't never remember what the brand of that one is for some reason. It's just basically like a Hustler, Hustler Super S stand on mower. It's basically that same thing. You know, I have that little. The little tiny surfer pro but i'm talking about i have the fully commercial uh big dog trooper fully commercial one it's big you know it's it's a big like bad to the bone mower efi engine all that stuff um but the uh 
cooler EFI. But last night I'm like, I'm gonna every maybe once a year or something we should check the deck leveling. Um, we should check that deck leveling on our mowers. And so I don't I don't overcomplicate the system. Like there are a lot of people that, um, you know, they get the uh, uh, PVC sections of PVC and they'll like put it under each blade and they'll like you know lower the mower down on the floor and like set it on those pvc let's say you cut like a four inch pvc and like set it on each blade and you like drop the deck down so there's no chains like they're so they're sitting on those pvc things and they're not even relying on the actual chains of the hangers and stuff you can do that you know all that is a good good way to do that um as far as the deck leveling but uh inside my garage the way it was poured i can see that there are like kind of dips like in the pavement if that makes sense like i feel like even though my garage you know it's just like all garages like it's paved and everything but i feel like it's just not it's not like perfectly it's not like perfectly smooth well i just don't feel like the whole thing is a hundred percent perfectly level you know what i'm saying so uh has slight dips so i actually pull it out on my driveway here's what i do i pull it out on the driveway where i feel like it's a more consistent piece of concrete and i don't overcomplicate this what i do is i pull it out there and first thing check your tire pressure on every tire pressure and make sure it's perfect where you want it to be um so you like on the stand on mower I think it calls for like 12 PSI or something, but just to make it, try to make it even more precise on the gauge, I just went with 15, just cause it's easy to see on that little. I have a, a Jaco, Jaco, J-A-C-O. Uh, I bought a, tried to buy a really nice like tire pressure gauge where you like, has like a one foot hose and you press it and it just has like a gauge and then it will like, even when you let off the tire valve, it'll just like, the gauge will just stay right there at whatever it was that it, it readed did a lot of research and ended up buying like that I had some digital ones in the past some kind of small you know cheaper digital ones and they ended up not working over time and stuff like that but um anyway so i i uh i bought this gauge and i haven't it works good but then like i don't know i've had it like six eight months or something and for some reason now it kind of like it doesn't hold that pressure anymore like you, you read it and it'll just drop right back to zero as soon as you let off. And I've actually took it apart once in little tiny springs and little washers and stuff like where the air goes into where the meter part reads. And I put it all back together and fixed it and it worked for, you know, another couple months. It must be just design, like, it's just not the best how they, like, put the little washers and springs and stuff. They kind of, like, I don't know if, it, like, they move out of place just a little bit or something. That's a side note to all that, but, you know tire pressure gauge is important you know to make sure you're right on the money with this stuff um anyway but it's still i'm still using it so i like um that actually happened about halfway through doing both of my mowers last night <laughs> happened again where it doesn't hold the air but i'm like well probably still be fine i'll just use it you know just remember right where it's at when i read it but anyway so i think you're supposed to be at 12 pounds on that big commercial stand on mower and so i put the back tire just put them at 15 just just so that it makes it even easier to uh just to put them like that and then we'll do the deck readings 
but you know what I'm saying. Put them at the right pounds. Put the front ones at the right pounds. Or if you have air-free front tires, like on that specific mower, on both of my Hustler stand-on mowers, it has no air in the front tires, which I, I really like that. Because then it's just one less thing you have to worry about. Anyway, so uh, no no air in those. And then, so you just check all that air pressure and pull it to the most the most even part of your driveway that you can. So, like, even if your driveway is sloped, if you just feel like it's going to be a consistent slope, you know, side to side of the mower, you know, that's fine. Um, so, I, I check my air pressure. I put the mower right there. And then I just go around. I, I Let's say you just drop the deck to, like, three inches or whatever. Um, which, even if, the, like, the blade's at three inches, the deck is... The actual deck is probably a little bit lower than that. You all know what I'm saying. But, anyway, it doesn't really matter where you pick on the deck. Um, pin leveling system or yeah on the height system but just pick somewhere and put it there and then I go down I I just measure I just measure all four corners of the deck um, you know I measure like on the side like right next to the front wheels on the deck um, on the front on both sides and then you know I do the same on the back so kind of measuring all the corners just be careful like some deck designs like they might have a welded piece that right around the edge you know that that piece is like a half inch lower than like the rest of the deck design so just kind of pay attention to that as you're where you're measuring the points just make sure it's something that you can measure that is consistent on both sides like where the edge will be the same so that so maybe you measure six inches in from like the actual tip edge of the deck because then that way it's the same depth that way the deck is the same depth on every spot that you're measuring it does that make sense because sometimes like i said right on the edge they'll have extra things welder stuff to protect the edges or this or that and that's fine you just got to make sure it's the same like the edge is the same all the way along the deck and then what i do is i just start measuring around and if i see one side is lower than the other side by half inch or whatever or one corner well let well most likely it's going to be one side of the mower is lower than the other side because if it was just one little corner spot the deck would probably be like rocking and stuff you know which that does happen that can happen if it gets off or whatever but what i'm saying is more than likely you know one side back corners off half an inch and the front corners maybe off by or let's say the back is off by like a quarter or half inch and the front is off the front of that same side is down by i don't know three quarter inches or half inch or whatever what i do is i just i don't don't move don't move every adjustment does that make sense so like i pick so let's say one side is at two and three quarter or whatever well i'm like well i'm just gonna let's say the other side was higher than that i just decide okay am i gonna lower that side and make it the same as the other side or raise the other side so basically what i do is i just pick an adjustment on one of the sides and then i just conform the other side to that side does that make sense so i'm not i'm not moving every not moving every adjustment i'm just making it even i'm just making it even to whatever it is does that make sense and you can choose that now you could bring it up or you could bring it down if you really want to get picky to make it like make the blade as perfect as the height of what it says on the little chart with the pin but i'm not worried about all that because i 
I can just start mowing a lar- yard. Y'all, y'all do the same thing, and you can just kind of feel like if you want it to be a little lower, a little higher, whatever. So and you kind of get used to how that is on the mower. So I don't know if it's like 100% true to what the inches says on the size chart, but I don't really care about that. I just want the deck to be level side to side so that it looks nice and smooth when you know when when you look over at look at you know when you look in at the customer's yard i want it to be nice and smooth no digging lines you know nothing like that just want it to be look as gorgeous as possible so that's what i do so i just i pick i pick a point you know inflate the tires properly all this to say <laughs> you know kind of over over explained something very simple maybe to you guys but just make sure the tires are the right pressure you want them and then get your mower on a spot of your driveway where you feel like it's consistent from that side of the mower to the other side, the most consistent, you know, section of your driveway. You could do it in a parking lot or on the street or whatever. Like even on the street, you know, like the road will have like a crown, you know, they design roads like that so that the center of the road is the highest so that the water runs off. Theoretically, you know, a lot of these small roads and stuff will, (laughs) huge puddles will still get on there. But I'm just saying, so you can use that if you're just parked in like a direction like a car would go because the whole mower slope to the side. Does that make sense? So just as long as it's consistent from that side of the mower to the other side of the mower, you can do it. But I would just recommend if you have a concrete driveway, find the best, most most consistent section that you think just with your eye on your driveway and park it there, inflate your tires, and then just get your tape measure and start measuring all the corners of the deck. I mean, it's really simple and it works great. Um, that's how I've done it the last couple of years, maybe once a year or something, you know, just check down your mower and it's a pain because, you know, it takes time, you know, you're adjusting a little bit and you're, you're measuring again and you're adjusting the back corner, front corner. And, you know, it took me like over an hour to do these two mowers just to like kind of correct them only like a half inch or quarter inch or whatever, but y'all know how it goes. Like it's a little bit annoying just doing it, but, but, um, but it, it's good because man, when I test them like afterwards, go out my front lawn and, te- and drop it kind of low so you can really see if it, you know, when, if you're cutting kind of high, you can get away. You can, you know, if the deck, if the mower's off, you'll notice it less, but when you kind of go low with it, go lower with it and you'll, it'll show itself like where it's not cut, you know, where it's not, per, you know, level properly, you know what I'm saying? So that's kind of how I test it. Um, I mean, you don't have to scalp it to the dirt, but you know what I'm saying. Just go a little low with it, and you, you'll. It's a good test for it to see how your deck leveling is, you know. And so, you know, you get whatever size that fits your deck hanger adjustments, and you can adjust it, you know, up or down. And that's how I do it. So it, it's very, very simple. So I don't move everything. I'm basically just adjusting one side of the mower um, whenever I you know, need to do this, I'm just adjusting basically one side of the mower, if that makes sense. And I'm just making the one side the same as the other side. That's all I care about. Is this side of the mower the same thing as the other side? That's what's most important. So you get that nice, smooth, you know, butter carpet look, you know, cut. And so that's that's what I've done. So you guys, you know, maybe check that out sometime, th- or at least think about this method to leveling your deck, because it will... um it's a pretty big deal on your mower. Like it, it makes a big difference on how a lawn looks. You know, if, if this is, you know, very close to right on it, it just, it does, it makes a big difference on how it looks. And if you think, ah, this mower's 
too big and ain't, it doesn't cut the best or whatever, definitely check that leveling because um, even a big deck mower like my Skag 61, it should still it should still look good if that deck is is leveled. Does that make sense? Um, and I feel like the bigger the deck, the easier the easier it is for or I guess the more it tells on itself if it's not level. And even if it is level, obviously the wider the deck, the more it can tend to dig in or as, you know, elevation changes a little bit and stuff, it can try to dig in. But, you know, if the deck level is off, it's going to be exaggerated even more on a wide deck mower. Does that make sense? So, you guys out there, something we never think about, something I never really think about either. We just think about sharpening the blades, changing the oil, and this and that. But... Just checking that deck leveling, you know, it's a it's a pretty big deal. It really is a big deal. Um, you know, you can have the sharpest blades and cleanest deck ever. If the deck's, you know, not even side to side, well, it's just, it's only going to cut so good. So if you're not super happy with how your mower, how the lawn looks after your mower, there's there may not, there may not be anything wrong with your mower. You may just need to check that deck leveling, check the tire pressure and go from there. So got way more to talk about but man i gotta get started i'm sitting out here at customer's lawn and uh unfortunately my customer they don't want to pay me to podcast out in the truck you know out here in front of their house so oh man i appreciate you guys friendships and uh i'll be listening see ya